Worldview Radio and WVW-TV is made possible because of listeners like you. Thank you so much for your tax-deductible contribution that you can make at wvwfoundation.com. That's wvwfoundation.com or by calling 901-825-0652. That's 901-825-0652. You can also send your tax-deductible contribution via check. To WVW Foundation, P.O. Box 1690, Collierville, Tennessee 38027. That's again, WVW Foundation, P.O. Box 1690, Collierville, Tennessee 38027. Thank you for helping make possible Worldview Radio and WVW-TV broadcasts. Spiritual values, moral issues, government, economy, education, work, responsibility. What we think about these depends on our worldview. Now, VCY America presents Worldview Weekend Radio with Brandon House. Welcome. Glad you're with us. We're going to play some clips today and talk to you about several things that relate to uh, America under attack and attack from within. Enemies foreign and domestic plotting to bring down the United States of America and to do this in many, many different ways. The warnings now of the tyrannical weaponized federal government are even coming from now the House floor, the floor of the House there at the U.S. Capitol. One member warning that the federal government has become one of the greatest threats to we the people. We, of course, have the globalists working with the central bankers. We have a central bank in the United States of America. It's known as the Federal Reserve. It came about in 1913. And, of course, we do know that uh, Carol Quigley, in his book Tragedy and Hope, that came out in 1966, warned that globalism and world government would largely take shape through the Bank for International Settlements, the central bank of central bankers in Basel, Switzerland. And so we'll get to some of that as well. We also want to talk a little bit about how we the people should be preparing. Logan, we are going to be able to get Aaron on. He just texted me. I'm afraid we may have a terrorist attack that has occurred in Israel. We'll get an update from Aaron. Um, But folks, look, one of the reasons I was willing to sit and take a meeting for 10 hours on January 15th uh, in my home with General Flynn and three of his partners was because of my respect for the military career of General Flynn and his background in national intelligence. Also because of his stern and strong warnings about uh, enemies foreign and domestic. He knows firsthand about that and what they did to his family. You'll be hearing more about that when his movie about him and his life comes out in April. But as we sat there in that 10-hour meeting and they were asking me if I would come and help them build a TV network uh, and would I build that for them, uh, they wanted to know what my parameters were. What, what, What things would you need uh, 
in order to agree to come work with us. And I gave a few, but most importantly, I explained that I want to build a team of people that can ex help the American people understand the great threats that are facing us, the historic threats, the economic threats, the military threats, the terrorist threats. But I want them also to understand how we, the people, are responsible for ourselves. We are a government and supposed to be of the people, by the people, for the people. Government doesn't give us our rights. Government is there to protect us of our rights. That's Romans 13. That's in our organic documents. And so I saw this as an opportunity to work with men like General Flynn, Colonel Mills, Colonel Rob Manis. Guys, if you go read their bios, are, are absolutely staggering their bios. If you fully understand what it is these guys did in their professional life, in their military career, in the area of national intelligence. For many years, I have thought about what would a nation do, and I've thought about this for many years, folks, probably close to 20 plus years. What would a nation do? How should a nation respond if there was an invasion and a revolution from within and from without? enemies foreign and domestic how would the people and how should the people respond and i always believed in that process that one thing that must occur is former and current officials speaking up with a united voice in other words yes local sheriffs like the one in butler ohio last week that said i'm concerned about the invasion of our country. I'm ordering that my sheriff deputies have an AR-15 and extra ammunition in their car. We're not going to fight MS-13 and gangs and Islamic terrorists with 45s and 9 millimeters when they have AR-15s and higher. That's exactly what we're talking about. That's exactly what we need, more sheriffs like that. But I also believe that it would require former federal judges, former federal office holders, mayors at the local level, county commissioners, former generals, to step up and step forward and to begin to lead the American people to understand what is the right way to resist and stop a revolution. Our founding documents tell us that if that occurs, we have the God-given and constitutional right to deal with it and put, and put God-ordained constitutional framework government back into place. But that requires people with cool heads, people with historic knowledge, national security understanding to lead the people. And so I agreed to work with General Flynn and his team to help build out what is coming February 26, patriot.tv, because I believe we are at a place and a time in American history where we must educate the American people as to what is their God-given rights and their constitutional obligations toward the Republic and one another. I do believe in the coming days we are going to be hosting, that is my plan, to put together programming that helps people at the local level prepare 
for what I'm afraid is coming. Should our power grid go down, and it seems as though now the FBI and Christopher Wray is warning about that. Hmm, that's interesting. The Obamas have a movie out about that happening. Hmm. The World Economic Forum has been bragging, or at least telling you for some time, to prepare for such, and it will make COVID look like a minor disruption. Of course, predictive programming. But can I ask you? What are you going to do? We, now, we have talked about individuals, families preparing, right? But here's part of the problem. The families that prepare are certainly better off than those that do not prepare. But what are you going to do when they come knocking at your door? Wouldn't the best plan be to try to get your neighbors ready? your community ready? We have elected officials that listen to this broadcast. My executive assistant informed me today, and I won't say who or where, but the mayor of a town has called wanting to talk. Apparently has been listening to this broadcast for some time and is very concerned about what they're seeing in their town that we've been talking about. The mayor of a town in America reaching out, wanting to have a conversation, ask some advice, run some things by us. Of course, I'm going to take that call. We're going to have that conversation. But that led me to realize that there probably are more mayors out there of small and medium-sized cities and there are certainly county commissioners and city council members across this great land that are simply wanting the information on how to prepare to convince their county commissioner friends, their city council, fellow city council members. Maybe you, the citizens, should encourage them to get ready. Just like the sheriff of Butler County, Ohio, is getting his deputies ready. You think a sheriff like that would resist a community task force of civilians that were willing to be organized to help him? I'm not talking about creating a militia here, folks. If people want to do that, that's, that's their prerogative. That's something they can work with their local sheriff to create, whether you call it a militia or Swearing in civilians that have gone through special training to reinforce and help and back up the local sheriff or police. That's, that's, that's great if that's what people want to go do. That's not necessarily what I'm talking about here. What I'm talking about is something all of us can do, regardless really in many regards of your background, military, police, your physical condition. And that is simply organizing at the street local level and even in your own neighborhood. Take your HOA, for example. Do you have an HOA? Do you live in a neighborhood? How many homes are in your neighborhood? Now, I understand for some of you, organizing your neighborhood <clears throat> is going to be easier for some and very difficult for others, depending on where you live. If you find yourself living in a liberal, liberal state, you may find it impossible. And again, some of you are going to have to make the decision of whether it's time to go to go to a state that is more friendly with people who are more awake 
and more interested in individual liberties, because after all, isn't that the function and purpose of government? Individuals coming together collectively to defend individual rights. But I know of a neighborhood or two, I won't say where, and there are mm, three, four hundred homes in one of these neighborhoods. I know of another one, 500 homes. And I know that some of those neighborhoods have HOA members that are very concerned about what's happening to the country. Some of them listen to this broadcast. And they have informed some of their other HOA members about this program. And now they're wide awake. And they're realizing that if something happens, we're going to have a neighborhood that needs help. And we can help each other. So if for no other reason, not only caring about your fellow man, but how about self-preservation? There are many reasons to want to do this. And it's not wrong to have multiple motives, self-preservation as well as helping your own family and neighbors. Those are all good motives. So I know of HOAs that are even now talking about dividing up their neighborhood into regions and into sectors, people that will be involved how you can have communication should the grid go down and cell towers are down. Uh, how can you obtain walkie-talkies to communicate that are, that, are, that are charged through batteries that are charged through solar? Did you know that? There are. There are handheld radios that you can buy that have batteries that are recharged with solar. You just set the unit out in the sun and it recharges that battery that you then pop back into that Handheld walkie-talkie and you're communicating. And neighborhoods can easily divide their neighborhood up. And they can buy walkie-talkies like this. They can have these things and they can have them set up and, and, and charged and ready and in a secure location. They can identify who are the medical doctors, who are the nurses, who are the nurse practitioners in our neighborhood. Do we have the medical gear we need on hand? You know, when you get into a neighborhood of... 200, 100, 200, 300, 400, 500 homes, and they're all paying HOA fees of $1,000 a year per home, that ends up being a rather large budget pretty quick if you're spending your money correctly. And some of these HOAs have money already in the bank. And maybe they're going to vote to start doing some of the things I'm talking about. I know some that are talking about it and talking to us and asking us for advice. How about a gas LP, LP, liquid propane, or natural gas generator at the clubhouse? I'll give you a few more ideas before we go to Israel for an update. We have slashed the shipping cost on our freeze-dried food at wvwtvstore.com. Hello, I'm Brandon House. And for this month of January and February, we are slashing our shipping by half Half the cost gone. We're saving you half the price you would normally pay for shipping this heavy freeze-dried food. But this is for a limited time only at WVWTVStore.com. Here we are in January of 2024. I think it's going to be a bumpy ride as we go into the election in the fall of 2024. Not to mention the threat of World War III, China going after Taiwan, all the military-age males that have poured over our border from Islamic nations and the CCP. Folks, do you have your preparations in order? Even the mainstream media like CBS Face the Nations talking about a black swan event. 
uh, major national security black swan event in 2024. There's the talk of the power grid going down. Even the irresponsible FBI director told Congress that all the lights are flashing red for a terrorist attack. Well, it might be predictive programming, and they may cause it to happen or allow it to happen. But reality is, if it happens, you want to make sure you're prepared. I took about three days during the Christmas break to get more organized. I've been prepping since 2013, but I had some prepping gear in one closet and another in another closet. I got organized, got it all put together in the right places. I know where everything is. And then I even added to it and updated. Well, here's your chance to update your emergency supplies by going to wvwtvstore.com for the month of January and February as we have slashed shipping of our freeze-dried food in half. So that'll save some of you several hundred dollars, but you need to take action now while we have the supplies and while you can save half on the normal shipping price. WVWTVstore.com, WVWTVstore.com or 901-468-9357, 901-468-9357. Again, you can place your order over the phone if you prefer, 901 901- Four six eight nine three five seven, or for greatest of ease, just go right online wvwtvstore.com and get it while it lasts and half off the shipping cost. Thank you. All right, welcome back. Some of you on camera caught me there just drinking the honey water my wife bought me. Step away from the coffee, Mister House. You've had your limit today, she says. So I get honey water from my honey. All right. So I know of one HOA that has about 500 homes. And I think the residents pay about $1,000 a year in HOA fees to maintain their club, two clubhouses. And I think they have a pool. And this HOA is talking about um, maybe we should consider getting one of those big generacs and putting one at each of the clubhouses. So if something were to happen to the grid, we can at least start that up and have some power and hot water because uh, some of these clubhouses, by the way, have showers. So people could take a hot shower. Or if we have a medical condition with someone in the neighborhood that needs oxygen or is on oxygen, they have a place to go. Or or how about someone who just gets sick and they need to go where there is a, a, a light and heat air conditioning or heat, a, a place where people can can be taken care of that are in distress. Uh, how about setting up so that if there were the need, you, you could make meals, if not every day, occasionally get a hot meal, have meetings, get organized, charge things, charge devices. You know, our, our federal and state governments and many of our local governments have squandered money. They've squandered it on high schools and their Sports arenas and football fields that look like something a university hat would have, but it's a high school. Generally, people don't spend money very well, but if your HOA has spent money correctly and put away, many of the HOAs have cash on hand to start doing things, buying medical gear, putting it away. So if there was something that happened, there would be medical gear. I'm talking like we offer on our website, where you could actually do stitches and sutures. God forbid we see an October 7th event occur in America. But the enemy's already telling us they're going to do that. Why would we not take them seriously? 
You know what really I find frustrating and irritating is the common sense things that people will not do. So what? You put in a Generac at your local HOA building. You buy up medical gear and you store it away in a locked closet. You buy up maybe a collection of freeze-dried food for those that didn't prepare so they don't become unruly. You put away blankets and cots, water purification systems. And if you need them, you got them. And if you don't, you know you have them if you do need them, particularly in places like here in the Mid-South where you have tornadoes. Wouldn't take much for a tornado to rip through some of these neighborhoods and all those supplies could be used and would be appreciated immediately. Why do we need to wait on the Red Cross to show up? Or places that have blizzards. Being prepared is not that hard. What's hard is convincing people of the need to prepare. But I don't know how it could be any easier now after October 7th in Israel to get Americans to be ready, when particularly 90% of our mosques in America are run by Muslim Brotherhood, i.e. Hamas, who did what they did in Israel on October 7th. You got the FBI director. All the lights are flashing for a major terrorist attack. Uh, the grid could go down. China's in there. Look, even the, the liberal, debased, darkened-hearted fools are telling us what's coming. Well, that's because I think they're involved in it. They're at least complicit in allowing it to happen. But it should not be that hard to convince your neighbors now because you don't have to quote Brandon House. You can quote the FBI director. You can quote a lot of people in government who are saying, uh, we better be aware. You can play the video of the Butler County Sheriff who's now saying, we better be ready. The terrorists are here. You can show the articles by Gordon Chang of the CCP males that are here practicing. And what do you think would happen should the alert go out for the red-green axis to start terrorizing your middle and upper-class neighborhoods? Hmm? And should the grid go down? Should the grid go down, is your neighborhood going to be a place of safety? Or will you find within a few days your own neighbors are now your adversaries? So we're going to be putting together with a team of people. I'm not putting a time frame because it needs to be organized and we need to do some programming. But we want to put together some programming with experts who can help organize from the HOA to the city council to the county commissioner to the local sheriff to the chief of police. And pretty soon you're going to find out who really cares about their community and who else is just there for the business opportunities and the under table under the table deals and the health insurance. Oh yeah, I know people that run for local office because the insurance. That's right. They're saving so much money on insurance, it's worth it for them to run for office and get on the city council because they get such good insurance that in some cases saves them thousands and thousands of dollars a year. And then, of course, there's also the sweetheart deals that come when you get inside the good old boy club. You're about to find out who really cares about the community and who's there for plundering, plundering for their own selfish gain or that of their special interest groups, i.e. the realtors, the eminent domain, 
the developers. Who are they serving? You're about to find out if you start trying to organize, and I say many of you should start to organize. But break it down. Break it down in small, easy first steps. Before you organize your whole city or county, why not just try to organize your local church, your local homeschool group, your local homeschool co-op? Can you not at least get these people to see the, the, the discernment and preparing and being ready? And once you've accomplished that and you've learned through that process, can you not take that then to your HOA? And once you've covered that step, and you can show we have a local homeschool co-op, we have a local church, we have a local HOA. Now, can you not show that to the local city council and say, look, this organization's already happening. Could the city, the small, our small town or city not now promote a meeting on a weeknight for the public to come to for those who want to get ready, for those who want to be prepared, for those who want to protect their own family and their neighbors, and particularly the vulnerable among us. The American people tend to be very generous people and people that are willing to quickly come to the aid of others. We saw that this week already in Kansas City, where these men took on that shooter immediately and tackled him to the ground and subdued him. America, I think, is filled with millions of people like that. The problem is most of them, they want to react when something happens. But they won't have the tools and the resources they need to carry out the tasks they want to accomplish unless there's been some, well, preparation. So we will be endeavoring to put together some programs very soon. But I want today to encourage you to start making a list and thinking about the people in your neighborhood, your HOA, your cul-de-sac, your, on your street. Start thinking about the homeschool co-op, your Sunday school class, your whole church, maybe your salt and light committee at your church. Start talking to some of your city council members. Take them to lunch. Take them to dinner. Maybe you have some folks on the county commissioner's office and board. See if you could visit with your sheriff. A lot of these sheriff departments already have someone who's tied in with emergency preparedness. Ask them, could you help organize? Could, could, could we have a meeting? Could we get some civilians and citizens together who could help get organized and how we could best do that? Because, my friends, all the warning signs are there. There's no reason for us to always be a day late and a dollar short, particularly those of us who are Christians and constitutionalists, right? Joining me now is Aaron, live from Israel. Aaron, uh, thank you for being with us and checking in again. Uh, I am getting this report here. This is dated uh, February 16th, which is, of course, right now today. A terrorist attack, multiple dead and wounded. What can you tell me about this? <clears throat> Yes, Brennan, uh, another terror attack uh, in, a, in a southern uh, intersection called Re'im. And uh, it says in that article that you just showed multiple uh, dead, but that's not exactly correct. There were two Israelis. At first, there was one that was 
killed uh, on the spot, but then another, he succumbed to his wounds. And of course, the terrorist, he was neutralized. There he is there lying on the ground. So that, 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 that shot is the terrorist that was neutralized. Yep, that's the terrorist there. And uh, I actually, I know that area very well. I know that intersection. I take a lot of groups through there. And it's one of those towns, um, you know, we have approximately 2 million Arabs that live here in Israel. They're Israeli Arabs. They're not Palestinians. They are Arabs who have Israeli citizenship. And they work with us. They uh, they play sport with us. They sit in courts. They, they We have Arab policemen. We have Arab soldiers. I work with Arab uh, drivers. I know Arab tour guides. Uh, so that particular area, a lot of Arabs live in that area, and a lot of Bedouins also live in that area. And it's one of those uh, coexisting Jewish-Arab coexisting towns um, where I live in Zikron Yaakov, uh, we are surrounded by uh, Arab neighborhoods. Faradis is one of them. And I often go down to the main uh, shopping area. Uh, I'll go into a cafeteria and 90% of the people there uh, are Arab people. Uh, it's just one of those things that one day uh, they may wake up and they may want to take a, a, a revenge. Maybe they've lost their job. Maybe they, uh, they're angry at something. Uh, maybe they've been paid to do something. Maybe they're desperate. Um, but it's interesting because uh, someone uh, sent a link to me today, and it was the question, why don't more Israeli Arabs join in the fight against Israel? In other words, we've got, like I said, we've got 2 million Arab Israelis. Why don't they all fight? Here is a, a, a suggested reason. If you go to Gaza or if you go to Lebanon, Palestinians living in those areas, this is what they make per month. In Lebanon, Palestinians make about $122 a month. That's in Lebanon. In the West Bank and in Gaza, they make about $1,100 a month. In Israel, Arabs who work and live among us, on average, they make $3,268 a month. That's more than three times more than the best pays that they're getting in those areas where they live. So Israel is good for the Arab people. We are a democracy. They know it. We know it. Mm. Oh, wow. Okay, Aaron. Stand by. We'll come back. I want to get your response to my opening a segment today about people preparing at the local level, neighborhood, HOA. Um, I want to hear what you guys do in Israel. I want to hear about how you prepare. Do you guys break it down into small areas and regions by neighborhood, by HOA, synagogue, schools, uh, community groups? I want to hear how you guys have prepared locally and down to the local level. We'll be right back. Joining me now is Melissa House. She called me today and she told me something and I said, you have got to tell the audience this. They need to hear this. It's really good news for those of you that, well, are taking Bella Grace. What happened today? Well, I went to my hairdresser and I had not told her um, about this product that I've been taking. And when she was blow drying my hair, she said, you, I just noticed when I was parting your hair and fixing it that you have a 
bunch of new hair growth and a lot of, you know, short hairs that are more curly than normal. And I've been going to this lady for probably 13 years and she's never said that to me. And I had noticed it, but for the fact that she, the fact that she noticed it was, I had to call Brand right away and tell him, well, I guess the collagen has definitely helped me grow my hair. But we had heard that one of the things this would do... Well, collagen will grow your grow hair. Grow your hair. Collagen mm-hmm. supposedly grows your hair. Right. She said, you've never had this before. I just, I don't... But that's not the only thing that I... It's just given me a lot more energy and really helped my hip feel better. Your sciatic and, nerve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been taking it twice a day. It has three key ingredients we've been telling you about. Collagen, mm-hmm. which all guys need collagen too. Then it mm-hmm. also has cat's claw, which is a very powerful uh, anti-inflammatory, which is probably why it's helping your... Sciatic nerve, nerve, which Dr. Mark Miller talked to us, the formulator of this for 30 years, talked to us about that the other day. Third thing you have is the Astoreal AstraZenefin. Good job. Is that pretty good? That's good. I've been practicing. (laughs) And that got the Cognitive Award in 2022. So, (laughs) and that that crosses blood-brain barrier and gets into the gut. Right. Whereas so a lot of the you collagen, absorb... you're you're flushing down the toilet about 95 percent. This you're mm-hmm. absorbing, according to studies, you're absorbing 95 percent. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. If you want more information, it's on the website. Again, it's it's set up under her name, so they can track it and give credit back to our organization. We've explained to you the way we bring you these free shows is either through our foundation supporting that or through supporting our sponsors, MelissaHouse.BellaGraceGlobal.com. The testimonials are there, including the 80 clinical trials are there as well. MelissaHouse.BellaGraceGlobal.com. All right, welcome back. Glad you're with us. Worldview Radio, our website, WorldviewRadio.com, WorldviewRadio.com. All of our shows are on demand as well. Uh, many of them live streamed like this one. And, of course, the shows in the evening of mine, Worldview Report and Brandon House Live at WorldviewTube.com, WorldviewTube.com, or on demand later when it's convenient for your schedule. Don't forget about Crosstalk coming up at the top of the hour, 2 p.m. Central, with your host, Jim Schneider, America's original Christian talk program since the 1970s. You can find out more about that broadcast and hear it uh, on their digital platforms as well, uh, vcyamerica.org, vcyamerica.org. We also put it at uh, worldviewradio.com. We carry it as well at worldviewradio.com a day after. But nonetheless, we do carry it. But if you want to hear it live, Uh, You can stay tuned to this terrestrial station, or if you don't have one of the VCY America stations in your market, you can go and listen online live through all of their different digital platforms and apps and Roku channel uh, at VCY America. Victor, this is what I'm saying, V, VCYamerica.org. So Aaron from Israel, lighttothenationsministry.com joins us. Aaron, what did you make of my opening little challenge here to the people and the resources we want to make available with uh, former sheriffs, former military guys, uh, people that have organized their HOA, you know, putting together a program, probably maybe even a day-long seminar online with all these experts, explaining to the people how to get ready. Uh, how, How do you guys do that in Israel? Do you do that in Israel? And... How? What kind of reception do you get? I mean, I'm, I imagine it wouldn't be quite as hard to convince your folks here in Israel. Oh, we might want to be ready. We have rockets. You know, it's pretty pretty easy to convince folks to get ready in your country, unlike Americans who kind of gotten uh, used to the idea that nothing bad ever happens here of, of serious consequence. Certainly not compared to what I believe is coming. What What are your thoughts? Well, you know, it, I would like to say, oh yeah, we're ready. Everything's in place. We've got good connection, and 
it should be better. It should be. Look what happened on October 7th. Major military uh, intelligence breakdown. But let me. Which, which let me by the way, off. if I could just interrupt you right there, which proves the point I'm making. Learn from the Israelis, folks. Their own government. That's not a very big country. Their own government could not protect him that day. Their own police were outgunned, outnumbered in many regards. And they're, at the end of the day, folks, if they were to push the button, if you will, and uh, enact the terror cells in America, the red-green axis, and they choose a neighborhood or neighborhoods, your local police are going to be outnumbered. Your, 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 your EMT are going to be overwhelmed. So you, you, you just saw it in Israel. And if they had been better organized and people had been armed versus a 2% population armed and all their weapons locked in an armory somewhere, the, 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 the uh, numbers of dead would have been drastically lower, I believe. Don't you, don't you agree? Yeah, I was just about to say it really depends what we're talking about here. You know, for, for decades, we've been dealing with terrorism. We've been dealing with ones and twos uh, infiltrating our borders, uh, missiles firing over, one here, one there. For that, we are ready. Our military, our, our police, we're ready for that. This was a different thing that happened on October the 7th. But let me start off by, by saying some positive things. I know for sure that in every single building, every single house in Israel, it has a bomb shelter. Okay, so what am I saying by, by bringing a bomb shelter into the equation? I'm talking about when heavy-duty missiles or chemical weapons during the uh, First and Second Gulf Wars, when Saddam Hussein was still alive and threatening us, he actually sent over 39 Scud missiles in the First Gulf War in 1991. Everyone had a bomb shelter. We had plastic sealants over our windows. We were all issued gas masks. Can you believe that? Even babies had special gas masks issued uh, to them. So uh, that's, that's, a, that's on one level. Uh, on another level, we have police stations, just like you have police stations everywhere in the United States. We have military uh, cooperation between the police and the uh, and the army, they're, they're two different uh, entities, and yet there's cooperation there. Now, the other thing is a lot of people, we've talked about this before, a lot of people are packed, uh, are loaded. A lot of people carry weapons, carry guns, depending on where you live. If you live in the West Bank, Judea and Samaria, the 550 to 600,000 Jews that live there, I don't know what percentage, but I would say it's got to be up in the 80s, 90 percent of the Jewish men. They would uh, they would carry uh, weapons in, in my estimation. So there's that for a, a start. Then you've got our equivalent to the FBI. We call them the Shabach. Uh, they are operating. A lot of them operate uh, with uh, plain clothes. And they are always cooperating with our uh, with our um, our police, our soldiers. Then you've got things like neighborhood neighborhood watch groups. So on the surface, it sounds like we've got our players in place, and to a degree, we 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 have. 
But, uh, you know, it's kind of almost like if you're a, a player in, 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 a, in a football team or a basketball team, it's one thing training. It's another thing when you're thrown out on the court and there's that pressure of everyone looking at you, the ball's thrown to you, like, what do you do now? <laughs> you know? And of course, when you're in the stadium, it's very easy judging the players. Oh, you should have done that. You should have done that. But when the heat is on, so that's the, the other thing. And I personally believe uh, we, we, we lack. We lack. There's been talk about it before, way before October the 7th, that uh, our, our civilians are not as prepared, especially on the borders, especially on the borders. This is going to be a wake-up. What you are talking about, what the things that you're addressing me with here, um, it's kind of put a little bit of fear of God into me because – I'm I'm just uh, I'm struggling for words because uh, I know deep down I want to come across like yeah we're good we're fine we're not Brandon we're not we should be we should be we have an image but we're not we need to tighten the ship we need to wake up more and more and um, so my report you know I don't know on a scale of one to ten I don't know what number but. It's not that high. It's not as high as it well, should be. Well, and what I would say to folks is they need to be respectful, obviously. Probably do some briefing with their elected officials uh, privately uh, and try to gain some uh, uh, coalition, you know, and some help. Um, but if you just continually get rebuffed, then it's time to organize a group of people to go to the city council meeting. It's time to utilize that two- and three-minute public speech that many local city councils allow you to give and to write it out succinctly and clearly uh, giving hard documentation not don't quote brandon house quote the fbi director i'm not a fan of the fbi director but use his words he said it use his words use use the uh the documentation put out there by the federal government by the state government uh quote the ohio uh sheriff uh, th that we've been talking about and say to your elected officials at the public forum. What is the purpose of government? Is your job under our state constitution for nice parks? Is that what it is? Is it nice parks? Is it for a multi-million dollar football stadium for our high school? Is that what your ultimate goal and objective and sworn oath responsibility is? Is it uh, more bike paths, more flowers? Or is your job security and protection? If it is, what have you done? What are you doing to prepare our town for what even the uh, sheriff in Ohio is saying he's preparing his people for? Aaron? You know, you've, again, you're touching on a real sensitive pulse here because as you're talking, I'm just being reminded in Judea and Samaria, the West Bank, we have a good Upright citizens, a lot of the 550, 600,000 Jews that live there, they are religious Jews. As I mentioned, a lot of them are, are loaded. And what has happened over the last 10, 15 years, because the government has not protected them enough, because in the West Bank, we know, we read on the news over the years, the, the uh, attacks, the ambushes. What they do is they have, I don't even want to use the word secretly, 
but to some degree secretly, but to some degree openly, they have set up their own defense establishments outside of government establishments. Meaning, you know, a neighborhood here is in, uh, is in communication with a neighborhood there. And if this happens, we're going to do this. And if that happens, we're going to do that. So this is like a neighborhood watch. It's not government run. But guess how the government are viewing it? They are not in favor of it. Hmm. They are against it. They are calling these people vigilantes. They, they accuse them of taking the law into their own hands. But these settlers who live in the West Bank, they say, but you're not helping us. What do we do if you're not helping us? Well, and see, and, this, this is so wrongheaded at many levels, but it's so typical of government bureaucrats, right? Um, and, and maybe it's different in Israel, but here in America, as a constitutional republic, our documents openly state we are a government of the people, by the people, for the people. We are the government. So how dare any local elected state or federal individual or, or agency tell any neighborhood you don't have the right. I'm not talking about setting up a militia and and, 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 and preparing to be right. soldiers. I'm talking at the most basic level of boy, yeah, boy scout, common sense, self-defense. And anyone right. that wants to bemoan that, let me tell you, they're either very, very uh, dark and hearted fools or they're on the take. They're on the take and they are part of the, you know, I don't like to quote movies, but if you go back to that movie from 1984, Red Dawn, look at how many of the elected officials in that movie. And by the way, that was old Soviet Union, uh, real documents, real planning of the Soviets uh, should they want to invade america working with china working with central america communists to take over america and utilize our assets look how many people in that film the politicians willingly went along with the enemy that's already happening right now we have communities going along with the red green axis uh defending the antifa black lives matter marxists defending the muslim brotherhood not charging them for their incitement and what they're doing. And now, of course, we have the United Nations. Here we have, according to UN Relief Chief, Hamas is not a terrorist organization. I know. Can you believe I that? Know. I mean, I he can't. says they're not a terrorist organization. Well, this they're same ability- stupidity goes on at your local level as well. So do you want to trust your security to these useful idiots at the local? And that's not calling someone name. That's an historical term from Lenin. Do you want to entrust your security to them? I mean, by the way, look, here in America, we have Fannie Willis, this DA. Look how corrupt she is. I hate to say it, that kind of corruption runs through almost all of government. Are you really going to trust your family's security to the likes of Fannie Willis and, 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 and that type of mentality that runs through government? Because right now, most of you are. Uh, uh, go ahead, Aaron. Well... Uh, do you want to wait for the Yeah, music let's to... do that. Let's do that and open the phone lines up. 1-800-347-9829. 1-800-347-9829. Your thoughts, your comments, your questions. 1-800-347-9829. Thoughts, comments, and questions. We'll be right back. Now, if you appreciate all we're doing here at Worldview Tube and you want these programs to continue, we need your support to do that. 
So we want to tell you a couple ways you can support us and I think support your health at the same time. One of them is through a new partnership. And many, many, many of you have signed up for this. You'll find it's shocking how many have signed up for this in the last few days this week since we launched it. The new website, we gave it its own URL, superfoodshouse.com, superfoodshouse, spell it H-O-W-S-E, superfoodshouse.com. My wife is on the 30-day plan right now, but you don't have to get on the 30-day plan. She's, by the way, the one that brought this to us, checked it out, ordered it, started taking it, said, Brandon, this passes my test, just as did the Bella Grace. She's kind of the, the gal that does this for me, and she's good at it. She has a medical background, a medical social work background. So she likes, she's very into health and that kind of thing. So she's on the 30-day plan. You don't have to do that. You can just uh, get what you want. You know, the different pouches, dark berry protein. This is vegetables that are pulled out of the ground, organic, not sprayed, no glyphosate, no Roundup, no pesticides. You can do the super meal. You can do the MVP sport. A lot of young people, I'm told, are doing this as well as other people of uh, other ages. But I understand a lot of young people like this uh, MVP sport after they work out with because they want that protein. You also, again, can go with the bio fruit, the beets, carrot juice. It's a powder. What they do is, as has been explained to me, they take it out of the field, organic. They juice it. They dry it. Turn it into this power powder and you just add water and boom you're off to the races full of nutrients not sprayed no uh you know chemicals or anything added to it that's what makes this so great again check out the website superfoodshouse.com superfoodshouse.com very very pleased at how many of you have signed up for this this week so thank you it's a great way to support our organization and i think support your health but here's the other thing too i think you're also supporting the farmers because um many of these farmers obviously are into the free market system and they're into private property they raise a crop right and there's a war on america's farmers and there's particularly a war on farmers that don't want to do the bidding of the government and big agriculture so here's a great way to support farmers that are into private property the free market system healthy food then you're supporting this organization and i think your health at the same time so please consider going there to superfoodshouse.com all right, welcome back. Glad you're with us. Um, 1-800-347-9829. I don't have time to play it. I was going to, but uh, we'll play it maybe at a later point, or you can go find it on the ex-account of U.S. Representative Clay Higgins. Clay Higgins. U.S. Representative Clay Higgins. I think he's Louisiana. I love watching his stuff. He's the one, by the way, that said that the FBI had 200 of their people on a ghost bus, on ghost buses on January 6th, and they were changing clothes. And, and merging into the crowd, uh, but they were really FBI. And he's the one that's been talking about that. So he knows how corrupt the federal government is. Here's what he just put on on uh, social media uh, yesterday. No, today, today. Quote, the federal surveillance machine is trampling the Bill of Rights. Wake up, America. We are threatened from within. Recognize the enemy and fight for your freedom. Fight legally, peacefully, and within the parameters of our Constitution. But fight. This is a U.S. congressman telling you, folks, that we have been we're being overtaken by enemies, foreign and domestic. They will not be here to help you. Many of them will be complicit in allowing this to occur. Uh, Aaron, make a comment before you go to the phone lines, please, and what you're going to say before the break. Well, I was going to say that uh, as our settlers are uh, defending themselves, organizing groups among themselves, communication. Um, what is happening is the left, they don't like it. 
No, better they not. are the ones, exactly. They are the ones that are attacking them. But of course, now we have a quite a strong right wing government, and those that are in that right, those right wing parties, they are the ones who have their eyes open. They have woken up. They realize the danger, and they are taking action. And they are telling the public to go out and get weapons. Prepare yourselves. The left are the ones that are calling them uh, irresponsible. Well, it was and many now, of the left that were in those kibbutzes playing patty cake with the Gazans who got their heads chopped off. Exactly. Now, let me say, some of those left, they've moved over to the right. I bet they have. I bet they have. But, but let me tell you, I watched on the news yesterday, Brandon. It was so tenuous. Two Israeli women both lost their child, their, their son and daughter at the massacre of October 7th. Now, one was a left winger and one was a right winger. And let me tell you, there was so much tension between these two ladies as they were being interviewed. Why? Because the left winger, she hadn't moved at all over to the right. She was angry with what our government are doing. And she said, all we need to do is make peace with the oh, Palestinians, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. give them what they want. And the right-wing mother, you know, she could see this was not – actually, it wasn't the best time to get tensions because they're both in grieving. Yes. She just she just bit her tongue. She didn't say a thing. She said now is not the time to respond. But that gives you an idea. We have still people that are in this delusion that uh, that nothing's going to happen again that we just appease our enemies and it's stupidity and it's it's delusion, it's deception. Well, it's, it's a psychological and then becomes a spiritual issue to the point that former KGB officer, and a guy who was, who was trained in brainwashing, uh, Yuri Bezmanov said that it comes a point where you could, could not convince someone of the truth. They've gone so far down the road, you cannot. Right. He said you could even take them to the gulags and show them and they still will not believe. I think that's exactly what you're describing with that woman. If that own personal loss hasn't awakened her she is so right. damaged psychologically and spiritually i don't believe she will ever change her mind she's been thoroughly uh brainwashed to the point of no return let's go to the phone calls brad line one brad thanks for calling in brad hi brad line one brad you're not looking at no. the right screen brandon oh I'm, is that not the right screen let's see uh hmm. thursday oh yeah 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 today is friday isn't it let me refresh you want to just tell me who it is? Is it Fran? Fran from New York? Yes. Yeah, Fran. Yes. Thank you. Thank yes. you, Dalton. Fran from New York, line three. Go ahead, Fran. Yes. Hi, Brendan and Aaron. Just a quick question. Aaron had mentioned earlier in the week that the Red Heifer ceremony might start in Passover. And he was going to give us an update, but the way the news has been all week, he hasn't had a chance to give us an update. I was wondering if he could give us a brief update. Okay, quickly, and I'll go back to the next caller. 1-800-347-9829. Again, 1-800-347-9829. Go ahead, Aaron. All I can say at this stage, all the information I have is that the the red heifers are ready. Uh, the oldest red heifer will be ready. Uh, apparently, it has to be a year and one day uh, when you can sacrifice. Once you sacrifice... According to Numbers 19, you take the ashes of the red heifer, you sprinkle it on the priests. The priests have been uh, trained and they're ready. And then the priests have been purified and they will be ready to function in the temple. Also, the pools of Siloam at the southern part of Jerusalem by the city of David, they have been renovated. 
They have been excavated and they will be hopefully ready for use for the purification pools uh, by Passover. That's all I know. Uh, I will definitely keep us uh, up to date if I get any more information. Stay tuned because Passover is only a couple of months away. Josh, line two. Josh, thanks for calling in, Josh. Hey, thanks for having me on. Yeah, I think the government's doing a, a heck of a lot more to try and weaken America than we even realize. And you guys got to be careful. You're not just community organizing. You guys are insurrectionists, aren't you now? And, and, and now uh, organizing a couple of people to go to a firing range is somehow a, you're a militia and, and that's not allowed. And you can't use your guns in the access, uh, to be a part of a militia. Uh, but other places you can only use your guns they want uh, if you're a part of a militia. They don't want us to be able to protect ourselves. Uh, they want us to be soft targets, and I appreciate what you're doing in helping people to uh, make sure that they're not a soft target but that they are prepared and moving forward. And, and it's sad that we, we have to do this in ways that uh, is also being attacked by the people who are supposed to protect us. So they're not just not protecting us. They're also not they're actively trying to make it uh, difficult and, if not impossible, for us even to protect ourselves. Great, great call. Thank you, Josh. Let's go to K, K line one, K in Kansas. Thanks for calling in, K. Oh, yes. Thank you for taking my call. Um, and while you're um, uh, talking to people and encouraging, preparing with supplies, looking through the biblical lens to um, repentance is huge. And Christians have to ask, to who opened our borders? Who has let in the communists, Chinese, and the jihadists? Has not God done that? And God wants repentance and obedience. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't think, I, I, I understand what you're saying. I don't think God opened the borders because the, the Bible tells us God draws the borders of nations. So God is not the author of evil. He doesn't, he's not involved in evil. But we do live in a sinful, fallen world, and when we don't obey, he, he steps back and allows us to have our way, which has consequences. All right, thanks for listening. Thank you, Aaron. Take care. What would you do if your local pharmacy shut down or there was an interruption in the just-in-time inventory of critical medications? What if the power grid goes down and you need an antibiotic? What are you going to do? Hello, I'm Brandon House. Well, that concerned me and my wife for several years, and thankfully, last year, my friends at the wellness company that include Dr. James Thorpe and Dr. Peter McCullough created the wellness company emergency medical kit. I have four of them. That's because I have family members that I want to make sure I could provide antibiotics to in case of an emergency. You know, something very uh, non-life-threatening like strep throat could well become life-threatening if not treated. And if you can't get your hands on prescription meds during a national crisis, well, that would not be a good thing. So I got four of these kits so my family members have these eight vital medications. If you go to twc.health forward slash Brannon, TWC stands for The Wellness Company, twc.health forward slash Brannon, it will list for you the eight medications in this emergency kit and what they treat. Now, this is a real prescription from a doctor. So when you order it, be sure to then go back into your email, check your email for the paperwork you're going to have to complete and fill out so that you can get your prescription and get your emergency medical kit with these eight vital prescription meds in the mail at your front door. Again, this is a great way for your family to be prepared for the unthinkable. 
And with every purchase of each emergency medical kit, the wellness company donates a percentage back to our organization to help fund our broadcast. So everybody's winning. TWC.health forward slash Brannon. TWC.health forward slash Brannon. Thank you.